Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. We are here as the Cento Showdown team, and it is five of us that will be presenting to you today. And just to get us started, we would like to share with you all that um, we are all completely blind. One of our team members is actually low vision. So we have some... Apologize for So we do have uh, a good, a quick little icebreaker here to share with you all that we will uh, start off with um, to introduce our team. My name is Carlos. Um, In the spirit that we do have multiple Carloses on our teams, uh, I will also share with you my gamer tag as I am known online. That is Captain Earshot. And something that I am proud of. Uh, So... Here we go. So I, I I do like to say that I'm actually proud of this team that we've put together for you all. Uh, we've been one year running strong. Um, we have quite a bit of history as we will come to share throughout the meeting today. And um, with that, I will be passing it on to one of our next team members, iPopcorn Gable. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and something you're proud of. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Gable Mead. I am a uh, junior creative writing and English major at Co College in Iowa. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and his. And I am very proud, um, like like Carlos said, of this team. We've done quite a bit um, in the last year, and it's been a very fun ride. But um, recently, I received my very first guide dog, Bowman. I'm very proud of him and the work it took me to get him. So. I'll pass it on to uh, Popcorn Dexter. Hello, my name is Dexter, also known as Your Sins Online. Um, I'm very proud of this team also and the community that we've been building, not just blind and visually impaired people, but also sighted players also. And uh, we, we invite all of them into our space and, and we hope that uh, you guys feel the same, feel welcome too. And we appreciate you guys having us here. Uh, Popcorn Carlos Rattlehead. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, my name is Carlos. Uh, uh, just again, for the sake of differentiating us, our, uh, <laughs> the two Carloses, I go by Rattlehead Online. Um, and I definitely want to say that I am proud of having this team. Uh, I, they actually assigned me as a team lead, but um, I always, I'm the type of uh, person that, uh, you know, you can't be a leader if you have, like, you don't have a good team behind you. So I'm proud of being part of this team as well. Uh, we did quite achieve quite a lot just for us, for the love of this gaming in general, and for just being involved um, in, in different communities uh, that allowed us, yeah, especially to represent, you know, a, a blind or low vision players. So I definitely look forward to sharing with you guys stuff that you might be aware about it. And if not, then that's, that's, that's what we're here to hopefully provide you with some new information. And so uh, you know, once again, thank you all for having us tonight. And we look forward to sharing that information with everybody. And let's see, I'm going to pass it on to, last but not least, Mr. Alex. Yeah, I'm uh, Alex Vasquez, known as Baronson Online. And uh, yeah, I just hope this, this thing goes well today. All right. Thank you and all. something for... I'm proud of. Oh, so sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Uh, yeah, just how, how long it, uh, like, what we've accomplished in one year. It's pretty, pretty amazing. 
Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for taking that time. So now that you've heard a little bit from each of us, uh, I do want to mention before we do get started, we will ask folks to hold any questions you may have until the end. You are welcome to turn on or off your video, but we will ask you to please keep yourselves muted. If you uh, do need to type out your question, uh, you may do so in, uh, in the chat. If you are unable to type, uh, we ask that you wait till the end to unmute yourself, at which time you may ask aloud your question. Uh, we do ask that folks just uh, say their name first so that we all know who's speaking and what, what the question is. Uh, so to get us going, so really just sharing our presentation goals with everybody here. Uh, first and foremost, we aim to educate. We uh, want to provide just kind of a brief overview of what Narrator, the screen reader, does, specifically how it's built into the Xbox and later consoles and how it interacts with video games. I know that many of our listeners uh, may be familiar with Narrator in different capacities, so we'd like to showcase the role it plays when accessing video games. And the second goal that we have is to empower, right? We want to help folks find their call to action, whether it's simply sharing their experience with friends or loved ones from what they hear about today or explore their interests in video games and digital accessibility. It's, it's an entire world of itself and or simply become a resource for someone who can benefit from, from your knowledge. And lastly, we all, you know, hobbies are supposed to be fun, right? We aim to entertain and by extension, video games are supposed to bring people that, that joy, that connection with others and with, uh, with digital content. So we want to talk with you, not at you. And so we've definitely, again, spent uh, this time putting together a presentation that hopefully feels creative. It feels uh, like you can uh, ask your questions and engage with us at the end. So with that, we're going to pass it right along to our co-facilitators, Gable and Carlos, to kick us off. Gable, take it away. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you, Carlos, uh, for the introductions. Uh, before we get started into presenting our videos that we have uh, uh, cultivated and created for you, uh, I would like uh, Carlos, aka Rattlehead, to kind of explain the history, the brief history of the Xbox created by Microsoft um, leading up to this presentation, uh, where we are going to exhibit the various accessibility features that they created. Absolutely. Thank you, Gable. So basically, the uh, just generally speaking, in terms of consoles, where we really started seeing like definitely true innovation of uh, gaming consoles was when they uh, when everything moved to you know disc format uh, back uh, back in even late late 80, like late eighties and the nineties. Uh, it was you know cartridges and you know different uh, systems that people may be familiar with, such as the, you know the Nintendo, Sega, uh, all these other different types of companies that were producing video games at the time. And when Microsoft got into the game, uh, got into the uh, gaming industry, they released the Xbox in two thousand one. And of course, you know there was no such thing as accessibility at that point. However, uh, as time went on, um, and we saw the release of the Xbox One back in two thousand thirteen. Uh, that was when uh, it, it's sort of this idea of accessibility in gaming sort of kind of took off uh, and from just uh, a lot of players who at the time would find things accidentally playable or think or anything that, uh, you know, for them to just kind of like trial and error a lot of co gaming consoles and uh, 
in 2013, we did see this rise of, uh, hey, there are blind gamers who want, it, who want to be part of the community as well. So how can we improve the system? How can we make it better? So the Xbox One pretty much opened the door um, you know, to, to, to get to the point where we are to this day. Um, and so, so there was kind of mentioned about narrator, right? Uh, for everyone who is familiar with that, it's, you know, uh, it's a, it's an, a form of a screen reader that it's typically found, you know, in, in computers and, uh, you know, and, and, and mobile devices now. And, you know, so a lot of people may be familiar with that, but at the time when this came out, you know, the Xbox one, uh, it didn't have such a thing. So, Later down the line, uh, Microsoft being sort of, I guess, familiar with uh, third-party screen readers and, of course, you know, them, you know, cr- kind of creating their own uh, narrator, uh, it became more innovative over time. And throughout the years, it just kept getting better and better through research, through beta testing, and, and it's gotten to the point now where it's a fully uh, um, uh, functional uh, screen reader or, as they call it, narrator. Um so that's basically where the where the where the Xbox came came into play, um, and now it's it's sort of becoming more mainstream as well, where accessibility is sort of a like uh, sort of a major major uh, topic that is uh, you know is, is brought up uh, is brought upon in, in in games and or in on digital media, and so that's it. And back now that we're in two thousand twenty one, we're now seeing this. Uh, um, just it's a it's a it's a it's a free um it, it's freely spoken of. Uh, Microsoft has been uh, now taken on the front front, uh, you know, uh, alongside another company that uh, that you know to kind of become the the the, the people who provide uh, accessibility to their products. Thank you, Carlos. Um, now we would like to uh, uh, introduce you to an, a sample demonstration of various of the narrator and other various. Uh, Xbox One features. Um, so Rattlehead will take control of the screen here and play you our first video. Right, give me a second here. Give me a second here. Right, give me a second here. Let's set this up. Looking for the video. Give me a second, Max. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, and really, actually, just uh, in the in the in the uh, moments it takes to find what we're looking for here, actually, uh, it, it's again, it's going to be to show the overlap of narrator and the way it it um it interacts with with the Xbox console itself. So, the idea of here being actually, I'm wondering if we can get. I have to turn off my video. It looks like I have the video on. It's not letting me. Apologies for the technical difficulties. I think you have to do screen share, Carlos, right. instead of like turning on your video. Right. I'm trying to share right now. I did get familiar with this. My apologies here. Uh, so it's not showing the video that I have selected. So I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, we are trying to get another one of our members to share. But unfortunately, I am getting a message that only the host can share. Morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I can. Yeah, I can pass you the like the mer- the the main, but you would have to pass it back. Uh, Carlos, do you want me to do that? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Wh- yeah, which Carlos? Just Carlos. Uh, for Carlos Martinez, that's going to okay. be him. And I think you turned off your video, so uh, or, or your share option. So you might. I think. I think that's what I heard last. So, but you're the main host, so you can. You have like control of everything. There we go. Hello, this is Carlos, also known as Rattlehead within the fighting game community. The CentOS Showdown team and I will be going over elements of accessibility that can be found on the Xbox One and next generation consoles. 
with particular focus on navigating as a blind user. The following is a list of accessibility features found within the ease of access menu on the Xbox console. Notice that Narrator, the Microsoft screen reader, will read out loud each item as it's highlighted. Ease of access, six of six. Narrator, one of seven. Magnifier, two of seven. Captioning, three of seven. High contrast, four of seven. Controller, five of seven. Game transcription, six of seven. Audio, seven of seven. The Xbox dashboard is divided into rows of customizable content blocks. Resume, launch, settings, press the menu button for more options. Navigation, my games and apps, button, one of one. Content block, game pass block, block one of nine. Game pass, button, launch section, section one of two. Store block, block two of nine. Store, button, launch section, section one of two. Press the Y button to search. Press the view button to customize, press the menu button to get more options. Entertainment block, block 3 of 9. Entertainment, button, launch section, section 1 of 2. Events block, block 4 of 9. Events, button, launch section, section 1 of 2. Press the Y button to search. Friends and community updates block, block 5 of 9. See more, button. Resident Evil 7 teaser, beginning hour block, block 6 of 9. Mortal Kombat X Block, Block 7 of 9. Suggested Apps Block, Block 8 of 9. Add More, Add More Block, Block 9 of 9. Mortal Kombat 11, Add to Home, Button, Press, Guide for OBS Rattlehead Window, Guide Tab, 1 of 6. Home, Press the View Button to Share Last Capture, My Games and Apps, Press the Menu Button for More Options, Button, Recent, Settings, Press the Menu Button for More Options, Button, MK11, Press the menu button for more options, button. Friends and community updates, press the menu button for more options. Netflix, press the menu button for more options. Horizontal system actions, notifications, no unread notifications, button, one of five. Narrator also allows for players to read and receive messages. Notification from messages. Message from Captain Earshot. Go to the guide to open. Chats, one unread, new unread message. Wanna play MK11? Text from Captain Ear. Overlay 1, window, chat with Captain Earshot. Wanna play MK11? Just now. 1 of 12, guide for OBS. Wanna play M Reply, edit. As I type my reply, I have the option to navigate the keyboard using either the left thumbstick or the directional pad. Edit. 1 of 2. Cap Y. Cap H. Cap, cap, cap D. Cap S. T. Y. U. T. R. E. C space S sure D A J K L Y T R E T T J K L single right arrow single quote J F D S F space space let's T Y U I O P P single quote L J F D S A N F period so now that we have ourselves an opponent, I will launch Mortal Kombat 11, and we'll see each other in just a moment. Resume. Launch. Mortal Kombat Trademark 11. Press the menu button for more options. Button. Press the X button to eject. Press the Y button to search. Press the View button to customize. We are now in the Mortal Kombat 11 main menu. You can hear a built-in in-game reader speak the menus as I navigate. Conquer. 
Fight. Local. Tournament. Online. Combat League. Ranked set. Now I will search for my friend and send a game invite. Casual versus private one versus one. Guide for OBS Rattlehead. Window. Choose people. Invite to game. Combo box. Collapsed. One of three. Find someone. Button. Choose from a club. Button. Captain Earshot. Carlos Martinez. One selected. Max. 31. Press menu button to send invite. Notification from party. Invite sent. And there's the in-game sound cue letting me know that my friend has accepted my invite. That is the end of our video there. Please, uh, folks, Gable here and, and Carlos, feel free to just touch on some key points um, as I stop the screen share. Yeah, so that was our quick overview of the uh, various uh, blind accessibility options featured on the Xbox. Um, as you can see, we're able to contact friends. We can browse uh, the various uh, shops on the, on the Microsoft Xbox. Uh, even some various apps are made accessible to work with the narrator. And towards the end of the video, when Rattlehead uh, launched um, Mortal Kombat 11, you will notice that there was a separate voice um, that was not narrated. That was actually a built-in um, uh, in-game menu narrator made by NetherRealm Studios, the developers of Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, and... So that will lead us into our next topic, uh, a quick rundown of the history of Mortal Kombat. Uh, so Mortal Kombat is a franchise primarily of the fighting game genre, um, and it was originally re released in October 1992 on arcade machines. Uh, it was created by Midway Studios, uh, co-creators Ed Boon and John Tobias are behind the, the initial vision of the game. Um, and uh, the and since then, it's had 29 rich his, years of rich history uh, with various games, tie-in games, comic books, movies, TV shows, web series, and a very, very dedicated and vast fan base. Uh, in 2019, Mortal Kombat 11 was released, and uh, this is the 11th main installment of the franchise. Uh, it features revolutionary graphics and sound design and is one of the only games out there currently that features menu narration which is a very nice step forward in accessibility so that's the main reason why we chose this game to show you because the Mortal Kombat series is very near and dear to all of our hearts at the Central Showdown team uh, so much so that we orchestrated and put on our own tournament exclusive uh, to blind and visually impaired players called the Cento Showdown, which took place last June. Um, we had 16 blind competitors play, uh, and we had various sponsors that were very generous to give us codes to the game that we could give away for free. Uh, and our number one prize was a Microsoft Xbox One that we were able to give away for free, um, thanks to one of our sponsors. Uh, and so now we will play you our second video, which will show... Uh, our gameplay demonstration um, narrated by uh, our very own Carlos, uh, a.k.a. Captain Earshot. Uh, it will be gameplay of myself um, and Alex playing one-on-one -on -one while Carlos narrates it 
uh, explaining various sound cues and providing audio description for various animations that's normally not featured inside the game. So we'll get that pulled up. My name is also Carlos, AKA Captain Earshot on parts of the internet. I will be guiding you through our MK11 tutorial video in just a moment. Let's begin. Aaron Black, Robocop. For this demo, we'll be featuring fellow Cento Showdown team members Gable on left as player one and Alex on right as player two. Tournament. It is typical for fighting games to be designed with several universal features in mind, such as announcers. These allow for players to know what characters have been chosen and what stages they'll be fighting on. Alex as Robocop exits an OCP police vehicle. Gable as Aaron Black tosses a bloodied skull toward the opponent. Looking for me? I hear you're a damn quick shot. Draw. Round one. Fight. <laughs> MK11 utilizes stereo sound pad. This means that Alex and Gable can move around freely from left to right and still track each other's movements. Crucial moments in combat are communicated via tones, such as the ones heard moments ago. They will let players know when they're running low on health and when special traits have become available. Stop, or I'll shoot. Round two. Players can also use projectiles to determine distance between themselves and their opponents. Unique animations such as crushing blows are communicated via devastating sound schemes. Since Alex and Robocop won the first round, it is up to Gable and Aaron Black to win round two and take us into a final match. And there's our announcer letting us know that Alex has brought this brawl to an end. Robocop approaches a kneeling Aaron Black and hoists him up by the neck. You are coming with me. He guides him to his cruiser, slams him onto the hood and strikes a victory pose. So there was our second video. Um, thank you so much to both Carlos, Carlos and Dexter, who worked very hard to put those together. Um, so what we saw there was a quick run through of Mortal Kombat, a standard match in Mortal Kombat 11, uh, featuring uh, various commentary by Carlos. Um, we know action is pretty busy and a lot can happen and it happens a little too fast for us to explain every single thing, but we hope that the audio descriptions that Carlos provided towards the beginning of the fight and after, um, paint a little bit more of a picture of 
uh, what happens in this game. Um, so that's us for our presentation. Um, we hope you enjoyed watching this. Uh, and we will open up the floor to you guys to see if you have any questions for us regarding uh, accessibility in games, uh, narrator, Mortal Kombat, or anything about ourselves. You do have a raised hand if you want to take the question. Oh, yes. Okay, to raise your hand if you have a question. On the PC, it is Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's Option-Y. On your landline, it's Star-9. I don't think we have any landlines. <laughs> and uh, on the smart devices, it's in the lower right-hand con- corner under the more option. So, Wes? Yes. Uh, I noticed, like, on that first video, it mentioned some more high partial friendly options like magnifier high contrast. I would probably like to see a video demonstrating those accessibility features. And also, I would like to know, what's the accessibility level of the PS? and the PS5. Do these have accessibility features, these brand of consoles, or not? That's a great question for Rattlehead. Uh, Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. Uh, Thank you for that. Um, So, Regarding the magnifier, yeah, it's definitely, I want to make sure we touch on that too. I know that we just kind of briefly focused on the non-visual aspect of the uh, accessibility options when it comes to for blind players. But yeah, the, uh, the magnifier is definitely, uh, it actually, it's a little more flexible because uh, my understanding is that it actually works with within games. A lot of games, for some reason, they tend to do their font extremely small. So a lot of the the the, the uh, magnifier allows for the game te- in text to actually get, you know get a uh, get gets uh, you can increase it uh, depending on on your your preference personal preference or whatever your needs are as, and I think color contrast as well like you can actually change all this, uh, all of those visual aspects so they they did mention that it's a little easier to kind of manage that in in, uh, in in games in general because they're still dealing with visuals so even developers are more open to that um, and. Um, as far as the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, um, notice how we always we, we we focus more on the Xbox at first because they're sort of the in, in, uh, the ones who were not afraid to kind of push the accessibility forward. Uh, the PlayStation 4 introduced it, but it was very limited. Like you basically had it where uh, the main the, like the main menus of the PlayStation would read everything, but when it was time to get to specifics such as notifications, messages, the PlayStation Store or whatever, we we had we had this message that was we, we dreaded hearing this. It used to say text to speech unavailable here, so it was very limited. But then the current uh, the PS5 that just came out, it's they they completely revamped it and it's like fully accessible now. Cool. Yeah, and also, is there any way to somehow combine the uh, screen read and the magnification and some automation so that, you know, when a certain thing happens in the game, a certain text pops up, like a screen reader would kick in and read that to you, so you're not trying to fix it with the magnifier, you try to read that before it disappears from the screen, so you can set, like, automated triggers to announce things for you, or maybe zoom in on spots. Have they ever thought about doing that? Because sometimes it's kind of hard to kind of select something fast or use a screen magnifier set fast on something. So it'd be nice if you can take certain events or certain messages pop up, you get the screen reader to read them automatically without you having to, you know, do anything. Anybody, any, any of the designers thought of that? Um, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. I think you can answer that question. Um, so when it, when notifications pop up on the Xbox, uh, those will be read by the narrator, whether it's a friend request, a message, uh, a notification about a download, but in terms of actual content inside the game, 
those are that is mainly up to the developer of the game. Um, it's their responsi- responsibility to make those accessible. Um, some companies choose different ways. They might build, uh, what's the word, um, compatibility with the Xbox narrator. Um, there's a game called Sea of Thieves, and that's a pirate game. And when you get a vacation in-game there, the narrator will read it for you. But other games like Mortal Kombat 11 or um, The Last of Us Part 2, when you get notifications on the menu or in the game on The Last of Us, uh, they have their own screen reader um, that you can toggle on or off that will read that to you. Yeah, like Pokemon Go, I find it's notorious for that. For one thing, I start using them to magnify Zoom function. I kind of play this on the iPhone iOS platform. Uh, it's a real only option since it, like, like voiceover does not work at all with Pokemon Go since they figure it's a visually oriented game and no blind people ever play it. But this screen magnifier, Zoom screen magnifier does work with it, but except sometimes they pop up like this little pink, you know, dialog box in the middle of the screen to mention something. But it only goes for like half a second, so by the time you get to the mag, but it's like, you got to have your screen magnifier zoomed out before you see what you're doing when you're actually a plan. But when those little messages come up, by the time you activate the screen magnifier, it's off the screen. You know, so it's really kind of irritating. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that's how it happens, but it's mainly uh, like like PlayStation, Xbox, um, Apple, all of them. It's mainly up to them to give developers the tools, and then it relies the responsibility on the developers, whether they're behind Mortal Kombat or Pokemon Go, to make sure that those tools are compatible with their games. Um, and it's exciting to say that, you know, gradually every year we get more and more titles that are blind friendly. So it went from zero just like five years ago to many more um, this year. Gotcha. Okay, you got a couple more hands. Uh, Lisa? Hi, I got a couple questions. Um, um, I'd be more interested in something more like a, like one of the, like a, a role playing type game. Um, uh, of video games, I used to play Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior with my friends, with my oh, sighted friends. The titles, they, nice. Yeah, Sorry. they would describe the they would describe them when we'd play collaboratively. But obviously, I'd like to play independently. That's more fun. Um, are there more than just Last of Us Two and Mortal Kombat? You know, I mean, if there are a, a fair amount of titles, I, I might consider getting an Xbox or something. Uh, it depends. Um, they're, they're certainly um, becoming more like uh, variety in games. Um, the Last of Us is the gold standard currently. It has yeah. over features. Um, uh, for anyone who doesn't know that, uh, it's pretty much possible for a blind person on their own to beat the entire game um, to because of all their features. Um, and there's other games. Um, I've been recently playing uh, Spider-Man for the PS5. Um, I'm a very big Spider-Man fan. Um, I played it when I could still see, and it's been 10 years since then, but now I was able to pick up a controller and, you know, put the mask back on. So it's been very exciting. I can't think of any specific games like Final Fantasy. Um, that's not really my genre, but I'm sure yeah. uh, I'm sure there's uh, either game... Like, there's we have a big community of blind gamers, and for games that aren't made accessible, like with specific features... Um, we still have players who love the game so much that they figure out a way to get them playable. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, if, if actually uh, Captain Carlos, uh, if you could 
kind of talk to us about Resident Evil 6. That, that just kind of um, segues right into that. Well, actually, so Gable mentioned a, a game that I'm pretty familiar with. But before I even touch on that, to, to your question, Lisa, um, actually, we're, we're sort of focusing on the Xbox here on, on our topic. But to be perfectly honest, there, as, as uh, our previous uh, question sort of brought up, um, there are multiple consoles out there. And one of the ones... Uh, one of the franchises that I grew up playing was uh, Pokemon. And I grew up playing it on a handheld device. And and they sort of been, yeah, they've been sort of evolving over the years. And one of the things that RPG games like Pokemon did for me was it sort of literally follows, I, I use a cane, so I'll use cane terminology here, kind of like touch and drag sort of like, um, uh, painting of 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 these routes that you're you're following because your character bumps there's a sound you walk one step on the grid and then uh, like all of a sudden a path opens up where you previously couldn't or if you reach a dead end on either side of you your character uh doesn't advance and you are aware of those things so yeah just the the idea that um yeah as you said there are different titles certainly not all of them uh, you know, as gruesome as Mortal Kombat 11 per se, and uh, and certainly just as enticing. Yeah, so there are definitely other games that Absolutely. are you know other than th- those two, Mortal Kombat 11 for and Last sure. of Us. Yes, for sure. And they, the 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 list of games are always going to exp- expand with every year as more cool. developers are coming aware and um, following in the footsteps of The Last of Us and other games that are pioneering this kind of accessibility. Cool. My other question is, you know, I know, especially, you know, since, you know, what differs from when I used to play with my friends is that a lot of video games are, um, they're, they're, they're time based. So um, you have to do, you know, they're not going to wait for you to take your move. You, you have to do things as quickly as possible, or you're going to get killed. How do they work that out with accessibility? Uh, uh, actually, Alex, those are, you- I can kind of speak a little bit on that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Because uh, those are called uh, QTE, quick time events, and a lot of developers now they would put in in the in the settings where you can just hold down a button and it will automatically you know do the prompt instead of you you know trying to mash the button at the right time. So they try to do little workarounds you know to to help people through that. Exactly, like un- Uncharted, Uncharted. I believe that's where they first introduced that that feature. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, so you could actually play with the you know you could play Mortal Kombat against the sighted person and yes and 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 have a competitive and be able to be competitive. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and yeah, like like what Dexter was saying with QuickTime events, um, there's multiple workarounds depending on what how how you want to do it. Um, there are the features where it's like instead of pressing the button rapidly, that's that's hard on people with motor disabilities. So they have yes. the thing where it's just hold down the button, it'll do it for you. Or like um, again with Spider Man, um, I won't be able to see those button prompts pop up. So there is an option to turn those off. So when quick time events pop up, you automatically succeed those. Um, so you don't get penalized for not being able to see. Okay, um, you have another raised hand, Chris. 
Hey, gentlemen, uh, and uh, just great presentation. Um, number one question I have, I have two here. Uh, is there an accessibility shortcut to enable narrator on both P or I'm sorry, on both Xbox and, and then for the PS5? I know it's not called narrator. And secondly, um, what is your viewpoint? Uh, do you know of any accessibility updates for Madden? Um, I'm into sports games and I love football. So uh, is anybody familiar with the Madden series? Um, and those are my questions. Thank you. Alex, do you want to answer the one about the uh, controller shortcut, shortcuts? Yeah, uh, the Xbox One does have a, a shortcut. You hold down this, uh, this big button in the middle of the controller, and then you have to press Start. And if you have this feature on, it will tell you if you want to turn on Narrator or not. But if you don't have it on, it'll automatically, it'll automatically toggle off Narrator on and off. And you hold those uh, the down PS5 together? Does not, the PS5 does not have one that I know of. On, and on the Xbox, you hold those down together, correct? No, uh, you uh, no. you press you hold down the gotcha. you hold down the button one button first, and then you press the other button down. Thank you. And it should uh, automatically turn on and off your narrator. The yeah, PS5 does not the, have the shortcut S. Uh, I don't think. I I don't know if no. it does. The PlayStation PS5 5 does not have it. It doesn't okay, have a shortcut. So you have to use Ira or something. Okay. But it turns on automatically if you wait for a little bit. It'll turn on automatically once you get your PS5 flipped up. Got it. So just wait yeah. a couple couple minutes and it'll turn on. And then, and then once you to turn the Madden, on, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. No, it's okay. Yeah. Once you turn the screener on the PlayStation, it will always stay on. It'll default, stay on. Default. By, it'll yeah. Stay on. It'll default yeah. to that. Right. But there is no controller shortcut as of yet. Um, this this kind of accessibility for Sony is new. So hopefully that will be coming in the future. And in terms of Madden, I don't think any of us play Madden. The four, the five of us. No. Madden are, is kind of playable, but not really. Like there's certain right. aspects that. Uh, on PS5, the the screen reader will read to you, but it you have to know what you're doing in the game to to be able to play Something it. with but, vibration patterns. I've heard. Yeah, too. yeah, yes. that kind right. of thing. But Madden but, has its its built a uh, built-in uh, screen reader screen oh, within wow. the game. Okay, at least you can get that. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your uh, feedback. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're thank welcome. You. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> couple more. Min, Min, you're muted. Um, uh, can you hear me? That's me. I do have a question now. Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. All right. So my first question, like I, I'm trying to get into the uh, web accessibility field, but my question is, is there any, like, do sometimes people from the web accessibility field reach out to people that are in the video game accessibility field and vice versa to get like a tip or something they can implement? Or do you guys have any example of something that's been implemented in one field to the other field? Um, like, I know a lot of them, like the text, making it bigger and stuff is something that both fields implement and the screen reader. But uh, do you guys have any knowledge of that? Of uh, anything sorry, featured you, being implemented by person? Do you mean like developers specifically reaching out to disabled people? Yeah, to either side because yeah, they yeah. think one feature would be really, really good to implement in the other field. Yes. Um, Alex, can you explain Killer Instinct and their, how a blind person got those features added into the game? Yeah, so uh, this actually happened at a tournament, actually. Uh, somebody met the developers of Killer Instinct, and they they put in 3D audio, which basically means where you can tell everything by sound. You can tell if somebody throws a projectile, you can tell it's coming at you, and you can tell how to how to kind of jump out of the way or kind of like dodge it uh, when it's coming towards you. And they were implemented later in the develop, development of KI uh, later down the line. They weren't actually implemented into later but yeah that's something that they put in and then 
it also allows you to control everything by by sound. So you can turn up the the voices, you can turn on the announcer, you can turn off the the the, the impact of the sounds hitting you. You can turn them up, turn them down. Uh, but yeah, they they invent a lot of a lot of stuff into the game uh, later because of feedback from a blind gamer. Yeah, from a blind gamer. Okay, and my second question is, uh, like, I know video games are fun to play, but, like, the secondary interest that I have about, and the reason I like video games, uh, is the social independent part of it. Like, hey, um, we're going to go play video games, but, oh, well, I don't know, you're blind, man. How are you going to play so you won't get invited? Is there anyone, like, trying to push that narrative, like, that positive narrative? It, it lets you be socially independent. Like, it lets you fit in and be part of be, be part of your friend group, uh, whether you you're a child in your childhood or an adult, like just messing around and playing games. You know, I could, I could answer that for sure. Because, uh, one of the things that, um, that I strived me, uh, uh, I would, I would answer it in a personal level. And then in like, as a team with these guys, um, one of the things that I started when I was, when I began getting involved in, cause I'm involved in the fighting game community. So the just, uh, the overall fighting game community, which is composed of nothing but sided players. Um, you know, uh, my goal was to kind of, you know, get more involved in those areas. So that way, uh, that's a way to create awareness, you know, starting with the community and then making your way up with the developers. Um, and so my goal was always, so has always been to kind of branch those, those you know, those that, 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 you know, people that, you know, I guess typically are not, you know, especially in video games, right? Video games are literally visual, right? So to take something that is considered just visual and transform that and then create a community that is composed of like both sided and blind players that's basically where we've been working with with you know with these guys uh with the central showdown team once we i got to i got to know these guys you know down the line yeah they're blind but we also interact a lot with uh sided players you know even other other people with disabilities like uh, not just blindness either so we have people with maybe uh um, mobility issues we have you know other other types of disabilities um I think the only one that's probably may be a little challenging is, is, you know, the deaf and hard of hearing, right? Because there's some, uh, uh, you know, some challenges in there. But for the, like o- overall, the goal has always been to branch those groups and not just create that, you know, okay, here's a subgroup and just leave it at that, you know? So, and that's why we are known in the, the rest of the fighting game community because of us also implementing, you know, uh, you just people with different backgrounds, basically being inclusive yes yes and that's that's the mission statement for microsoft accessibility team for these this console um they want gaming to be for everyone um and they want to limit barriers as much as possible and so yeah you you can see with rattlehead he he is known both in our in our in our small little blind fighting game community but he's also known in the wider um community at large and it's been a very rewarding experience to be able to like practice hard and be able to beat sighted opponents in games like Mortal Kombat and prove that like hey like th- you know I'm able to get to your level and then surpass your level. Okay, you have one more hand, T Blaze. <clears throat> excuse me, and you have nine minutes. Okay, two. Mm-hmm. Can hear you, T Blaze. We can hear you. Okay. Huh? Well, first of all, uh, nice job, guys. And uh, I know these guys from the fighting game community and the overall just gaming community. And uh, just if they don't mind, I know a gentleman that asked about Madden. I'm not sure if he's still here, um, but I was going to share some information if, uh, if the guys allowed it just as a Madden player, blind Madden player, if uh, I'll be okay. 
Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Please, for free. Okay. So as far as Madden, they, they started working on accessibility uh, a few years ago. Uh, and incrementally, first they added some vibration uh, as far as like when a play is being made. If it's a running play, if it's a passing play, you get a different vibration. As well as in football, you do field goals. And they put meters on that so you could know which meter to hit according to the vibration to kick the ball. Now, just to push it more recently, they really improve the accessibility. Uh, the menus in a game all read. Um, in-game menus, as well as the playbooks, also read. Um, and, and that's been a, a big a big improvement. The one thing when people do have an issue with is in football, of course, you have to pass the ball to a player. It's kind of hard to tell at times when a player is open. Uh, you don't have that information, which is something that is trying to be uh, important to uh, to the EA people to get going. Um, but Madden has come uh, a long way, despite the only sports game we're actually able to, to play to an extent at the moment. And uh, hopefully there'll be more in the future. And like the guys have been saying, there is uh, a lot of push for more and more games each year to, to just have the accessibility because we're just out there trying to push the awareness and say, hey, we play too and we uh, we want to we want to be involved. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's been working because it's made a lot of changes in the last couple of years. And um, things are going to continue. So uh, that was it again. You guys uh, did a good job on this. Thank you, T-Blaze. We do appreciate hearing from every single one of you here. Um, and just in the interest of wrapping up on time, we do want to take a, a moment to invite you all to continue the discussion with myself, Carlos, Captain Earshot, with Gable, Blindsight Blue, with Alex, Baronson, with your Sins or Dexter here, uh, and with Carlos Vasquez as well, OBS Rattlehead, over on Twitch. We do have each of one of us uh, do have uh, Twitch accounts, and we do have a Santo Showdown account. And we certainly do look forward to being able to connect with our listeners, with anyone interested in just talking about video games. Um, we have some very exciting plans just as a, as a unit uh, that we will be sharing with people in the coming weeks. And so we're just super excited again to open our doors to to discussions and to bringing in uh, this conversation about accessibility, about playability into, into a new light, right? And, and keep it there, right? There's been a lot of individual efforts uh, and a lot of collective efforts. And we are just one more in the sea of inclusivity, bringing things together. We want to thank you all for sticking with us through technical issues and all. And uh, we really do appreciate, again, the the time that has been allotted to us by ACB and ACB students. Uh, it, is, it is definitely a blessing for us to be able to share our knowledge, paying it forward uh, the way we've done with each other to the world at large. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you all. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at... Sento Showdown, S-E-N-T-O Showdown. And we will be sure to uh, tweet out a link to our Discord, uh, which is full of other uh, blind gamers. So if any of you want to further explore this hobby, uh, we have plenty of people who have a lot of experience. I'll be very much happy to help you. Lisa has her hand raised. Do you want to take the question? Yes. All right, Lisa. Thank you for letting me, uh, for letting me go a, a second time. Um, I oh, there is a good resource to find out about access, about other accessible ga- games. I'd like to consider, you know, when there is 
a game that uh, that would that would be fun for me to play, consider um, getting some gaming equipment. Um, I would like to look into those resources. Uh, Lisa, really quickly, just to answer your question. So this is Carlos again. Um, I, I and this is again. Uh, based off of personal experience, I have browsed through a variety of different websites. We have Can I Play That, that for example, that sort of is based on the individual experience of the editors for that website that share their experience with the game. And they're, and they're super detailed, which is nice because you have examples based uh, that are sort of tailored to their experience within a particular game title. Uh, you have the Audio Games Forum as well, where, where it's just a whole other world of, of playing games entirely by sound. So there are no visual components involved, which is also nice. We have the RS client, which you can download. And uh, a friend, um, a few of us have actually tried out together. We, we tend to play Uno and, and uh, Cards Against Humanity and it's just a thousand miles. So all these different resources out there are, you know, we're, we're welcome to go into more detail if you'd like, if you uh, reach out to us, uh, certainly um, a Google search is always, it's going to bring up just a plethora of different resources, but just, those are just some to name a few uh, off the top of my head. Well, you have one more and I don't know if you want to take it or yeah. not. you got about three minutes. So uh, we could, uh, we let, let's go for it and then we'll see uh, if we can. Okay, Wes. Yeah. Okay. What's your discord uh, can connect contact info on Discord. Uh, Discord maybe- has like a weird username thing. So like mine has like a bunch of everyone has a bunch of like ID numbers after their names. I don't know mine off the top of my head, but we will tweet out the Discord link um, from our Cento Showdown account. And you can, if you have an account, you can just join through that link into our Blind Gamer Discord, uh, where we have uh, over sixty blind visually and low vision and sighted players who are willing to help Discord. that's the name of the discord server uh name so of the, the discord server's name is the blind gamers hub so gamers hub. that's correct is that all one word I don't uh so. it's all, it's spaced out blind space gamers space hub okay that's the name of your discord hub. That's, that's correct that's the server correct that's the server server i got you somewhere know going to discord because i do have a discord account so Awesome, Blind awesome. Gamers Hub is the name of the server. Now, is that case sensitive at all? Uh, yeah, each uh, word is capitalized. It's capitalized, I think, yeah. So each yes. word is capitalized. Okay, Blind yeah. Gamers Hub. Okay, so that's yeah. where I could probably find you guys or find other blind or visitors. Absolutely. Yes. Thank all you. Right. Thank you again for all your questions. Again, we do, in the interest of time, want to just end it on a, on a good note and pass it back over to the ACB team. So with that, we're wrapping up. And thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank yes, you, everyone. Sir. Okay, great. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Desiree, for streaming. Thank you, Lucy, for hosting.